You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 265, The Perils of Legion Dating, and Hugs from Validus. to episode 265 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today I am Yard Boy. Ugh. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, today was the day that we put all the stuff in the yard away. <sighs> Sigh. The shed gets filled up with all the stuff that makes the, uh, the summer so great. Aww. Sigh. On the other hand, it's nice and clean out there. (laughs) Silver lining. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Silver lining. (laughs) Uh, Yes, all the the tables and chairs and whatnots all went in there. So, uh, yeah. That's all right. It's too chilly to go out and enjoy it anyway. True. There you go. That's me. That's you. Yay. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I am Darren Noel, and I am studying my butt off, boy, as I've got um, a big test coming up this week, and I'm stressing. So it's it's very short and sweet for me this week. That's it. Project project management test, or oh no, it's finance test coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So lots of lots of uh, drilling on problems and how to do them in the tricky way. They like to word things. Yeah, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Anywho, that's me. I am Matt Kramer, and this week I am 21st century boy because I finally joined the ranks of people having a smartphone. Oh my goodness! Oh. I know. Wait, who's this guy again? I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in a different century. Now we know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I thought you guys were adding, adding people to the show without even asking me. Now. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Don't you just have your replacement? Oh, yeah. son of a Damn. Again? <laughs> oh, well, I had a good run. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, well, we didn't really want You're being replaced by the squirrel. <laughs> oh, that's, that goes without saying. I just assume that now. I just can't. I'm just waiting for him to usurp my job, so I don't have to go anymore. <laughs> uh, does he does he fit in your boots? I don't think so. I think he needs littler boots. He might not be able to reach the controls on my uh, cells either. So uh, it might be a little rough. Is that? I don't even remember what it was, what what the animal was, but it's that far side where it's like, look, everybody, I'm a cowboy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. (laughs) Howdy, howdy, howdy. (laughs) Oh my. Mm -mm. So yeah, I guess I'm Scott Cole still, for the time being. (laughs) For now. For now, until I come on the show and all you hear is. (laughs) <laughs> hey don't talk about my dates like that that's what not usually you know 
Uh, tonight I am uh, ruler of the world, boy. Mm. Nice. I played. We played our uh, a game of Arkham Arkham Horror this weekend. Nice. Yeah. We got back into it after a long hiatus, and we How actually long did managed the game take five hours. Wow. <laughs> so it was a oh, short game. God. That was with about a half hour break, though. We had to yeah. take a break to get some more beer, more wine and drugs. So. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, we actually triumphed over the great old one. Wow. Wow. That never happens in that game, does it? Very rarely, at least with us. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with us. I'm not sure. But uh, there you go. Yeah. I, we, we rarely triumphed in Arkham Horror, but it happens more frequently in Elder Sign. But, but it's not as good a game. Right. Yeah. It only takes about two hours. Yeah, what's the point of that? <laughs> you can barely get drunk in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then after that, we fitted in a uh, short game of uh, a new game that my brother got called uh, King of Tokyo. Ooh. You're playing Kaiju, of course, uh, trying to conquer and keep hold of Tokyo while other Kaiju are trying to knock you out. Um, and triumphant in that as well. Are you are you not playing Godzilla? Because uh, no, I played uh, King Kong or the ah. King Kong analog, the King. Okay, okay. I outfitted him with a jetpack and some wings, and he was all set to go. And he he came out triumphant. So mm. what about the King of Kong? I, they don't have him. He's much smaller, I guess. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so yeah, that was my day. It was a I call nice. it a win. Yeah. Not Sweet bad at all. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> hoo So, Darren, we have a couple of bits of, of, of bits of Legionnaire business, as it were. Uh, we do. We do. You want good news or bad news let's, first, kids? Let's start with the good news. Uh, the good news is, apparently, for those of you still playing Heroclix, uh, there will be a Superman and the Legion of Superheroes Heroclix set coming out in February this year. And oh, yeah. it, there is a, uh, a leak on the site on a fan site with some ideas of who's going to be on there. And uh, they have Cosmic Boy, Superboy, or Superman. Uh, it looks like they've got High Father and Mr. Miracle in this set as well. Ooh, and nice. it's not just the Legion of Superheroes. There's another Legion that's prominent in this, and they have some Legion of Doom going on here. There is a Lex Luthor in the purple and green. There yeah. is Black Manta. There is a large Giganta. And apparently, oh, yeah. you can collect Toy Man's toys to do damage to your foes. So, there are other sites out there with um, other characters on them. So, just keep your eyes out. If you play Hero Clicks, February is going to be a good time to start getting some heroes together. Yeah, they, so. they also talked about there being some, um, what's it, some new gods in, in amongst all that as well. Well, yeah, High Father and Mr. Miracle. Yeah. And, and I thought I saw a Light Ray as well. Could be. He went by too fast. You couldn't tell. <laughs> it looks like. Well, there. Well, this is important for uh, Maddie. Uh, we're getting um, other characters like Tachyon and Jack Knight, the Starman. Ooh. Tachyon. Yeah. What's yeah. Tachyon? Tachyon was a, a book in the mid nineties, related to the New Gods somehow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I think I remember that. It's like T A K I O N. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah all right. 
Yeah, so that, and that one wasn't a Morrison creation, was it? I don't believe he was, but no. I know he was involved in the Morrison, Morrison JLA. Uh-huh. That's why. Okay, that's why that occurred to me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think sure? was he on the JLA. Are you thinking of Aztec? No, Aztec. No, no. Aztec was there, but I think Tachyon was also there for a few issues. I think he was involved in the World War Three. I could be. Yeah. He was. He was. I didn't read that, so I don't know. Yeah, he was a special guest star. He wasn't a JLA. So he was. Wasn't he like quote unquote the next High Father or something like that? Something weird like that. Yeah. Yeah, he was the avatar of the... Here it is. He's the avatar of the light side of the source. Ah, there you um, go. He moves so fast, he's everywhere at the same time. The source gave him the gift of omnipresence. Ah. And so he could be everywhere? Basically. And he was in two issues of, of JLA. So, yeah, I think it would have been yeah. during that... Uh, that the whole Magadon thing, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, seven... Oh, Prometheus Unbound, and then in issue 24, uh, Executive Action. Ah, okay. Well, whatever. So, if he has the power of omnipresence, that means he's everywhere. So, like, whenever you're peeing, he's there watching? Yeah. Pretty much. He's creepy. like Santa Claus. That's kind of creepy. He's like Santa Claus. <laughs> 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 Santa Claus is some old dude who stands there and watches you pee. <laughs> who has sees a you water when sports? He has a water sports voyeurism fetish. Yeah, that's not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but it, also in this set, we have uh, the Legion Espionage Squad and Legion Lost. Yeah. So some characters that have never been in hero click form are coming, and it looks like we're also going to get uh, Universo, Mordrew. And um, Aquaman's villains, the Blight, are coming. Yeah. Does he have the and jet ski? I, I don't know. They're not picturing him. So I'm sure he can borrow the jet ski from Black Manta because he's in the set, too. Most of, most of the designs appear to be um, during the Superman and the Legion uh, era. Yeah. So we've got short-haired Saturn Girl, um, the, darker, yeah. the darker suit uh, Cosmic Boy. I like that they're doing the... Um, this sort of the powers around his, around the hands, mm-hmm. like, like Cosmic Boy has sort of that magnetic, that blue concentric circle thing going on around his hands, um, and Lightning Lad has uh, a big big old lightning going all around his arm, and of course he's wearing the sleeveless uh, shirt with the uh, with the Legion tattoo. So uh, so again, it's definitely that Superboy and or Superman and the Legion. Um, uh, look that they're going for and oh, yeah. see uh yeah so so i guess that would be superman then given the uh yeah probably um <laughs> can't have superboy with a cape now can we no no that'd be bad <laughs> um yeah so anyway yeah it looks kind of neat um so yeah legion of doom fast forces pack with uh lex luthor black manta bizarro giganta cheetah and solomon grundy you were born on Monday. <laughs> Solomon Grundy hates Super Friends. Indeed. And, and they're all, they're, they appear to be the Super Friends designs, too, so that's cool. So, Does it, ha- does it have the voice of Ted Knight? <laughs> Probably does not. Does anyone? That would be cool. Uh, just Ted Knight. Sadly. Mm-hmm. Sadly. Why? But anyway. Indeed. Anyway, so that's... Uh... <laughs> That, that's star, star of Caddyshack. 
Yes. Yeah. Which I saw for the first time this weekend as well. <laughs> what? Apparently, it somehow flew flown under my radar. Yeah. I'd never actually seen it, and so I watched it this weekend. Nice. And it was it was good. Mm. I miss I miss eighties comedies where I guess it was the seventies, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, was, the that was like late seventies, early eighties. I think is where yeah. that is. At any rate, it, it's somewhere in there. So, where they still have lots of gratuitous nudity. Oh yeah, which I appreciate. So, you like the gratuity? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes sense for the story. That's you know, it's it's uh, not necessarily gratuitous if that's what you're going for. Yeah. And Bill Murray is just so funny in that one. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, in other news, and this is less good news. Yeah, I'm um, afraid so. Cover artist, in fact, cover artist of this of the very issue we're going to discuss today, and of um, well, countless comic covers, uh, as well as as lots of interiors. You've seen his work in uh, Teen Titans, in oh god, in just tons of stuff. Uh, Nick Cardi is apparently not doing too well. Um, he's considered one of the most influential comic book ar- artists of the 50s and 60s, and he's currently in a Florida hospital. Um, and this has been sort of coming out by, via other creators uh, on, on Facebook, etc. Uh, C- Craig Russo, who's the artist for Perhapanauts. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he mentioned that uh, Cardi had been admitted to intensive care, um, and Todd DeZago, who is the writer of Perhapanauts, um, basically, he was saying, you know, now all all Thursday, all through Halloween, he was share he was sharing uh, um, Cardi covers, like some really spooky Cardi covers for Halloween. And um, uh, Car- Nick Cardi's niece uh, had told him that uh, that Cardi's heart and lungs had fluid in them, and uh, Dezago had flown down to see him at Sarasota Memorial Hospital. And he updated later with some additional details. He says, after all those great Halloween covers he scared us with the other day, the biggest scare my pal Nick gave me was calling me from the hospital, 94 years old. His health took a turn for the worse a few weeks ago when he got a cold that, despite assuring me was going to go away, only got worse. He lost his appetite several pounds and is in congestive heart failure where he's having difficulty breathing and talking. And um, so anyway, um, it's, uh, yeah, you know, and and certainly at his age that can be be a real challenge. So uh, hoping for the best for him. Yep. You know, he's a he's a guy that we've all read stuff. You know, I mean, just the the, the number of, uh, of of things that, that that he's done is is staggering. It really is. Um, uh, you know, there, uh, like, uh, for example, Aquaman. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he did like the first uh, the the first ton of issues of of Aquaman. He took it over from uh, Ramona Fraden had been drawing Aquaman in Adventure Comics in the backup. Um, so in 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 the sixties, uh, he drew the first thirty nine issues of Aquaman, um, and all of its cover through to, covers through to its final issue, uh, which was issue fifty six. Um, and of course, he did the Teen Titans in Brave and the Bold uh, number sixty, where mm-hmm. uh, Robin Kid Flash and Aquaman were of course joined by Wonder Girl in her first appearance, and. Um, 
and basically from 66 to 73, he penciled or inked and sometimes did both, all, all 43 issues of the series. And uh, also did uh, Batlash. Well, who didn't really? I mean, now. And, uh, and also assisted uh, artist Al Plastino. Oh, yeah. Um, on uh, the Batman syndicated comic strip. And then, of course, he was the primary DC cover artist from the early to mid 70s. Um, and there is a uh, <clears throat> popular but possibly apocryphal uh, story that Julius Schwartz used to tell about Cardi being fired by DC editorial director Carmine Infantino for not following a cover layout only to be rehired moments later when Schwartz praised the, uh, the errant cover art. <laughs> um, so, so Cardi said in 2005, at one of the conventions, I said, you know, Carmine, Julie Schwartz wrote something in his autobiography that I don't remember at all, and it doesn't sound like you at all. And I told him the incident, and he said, that's crazy. You know I always loved your work. Gee, you were one of the best artists in the business. The guy's crazy. So I said, okay, come on. <clears throat> We went over to Julie Schwartz's table and we told him what our problem was. And Carmine and I said, well, we don't remember the, uh, the incident. So Julie said, well, it's a good story anyway. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you I go. miss Julie. Oh, man. And, anyway. Um, anyway, so hoping for <laughs> the... Uh, um, and of course, it, that was the same year uh, uh, in 2005. Uh, that was the same year that uh, Cardi was uh, was inducted into the the Eisner uh, Hall of Fame. Mm. So uh, again, hoping for the best for uh, for Mr. Nick Cardi. Here, here, here we go. Indeed. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of uh, of of yes, yes. All right. So let's uh, let's get to this issue. Who's going to take us through it? Oh, let me. All right. <laughs> Let me, because this is Super Bowl. I was going to say let the new guy take it, but go ahead. No, no, no. A squirrel, <laughs> no one can understand the squirrel. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are uh, beginning Legion Archive number 11, if you're in the archive. Um, Superboy 203, uh, cover artist Nick Carty, who mm -hmm. we just talked about. Um, Massacre by Remote Controls. The name of the story writer is Carrie Bates. Artist is Mr. Mike Grell. Never so we heard are of now. Him. I know we are now at the Grell era. Yes, we are. And letterer is Mr. Ben Oda. On the cover, you have the uh, red, yellow, and blue top of uh, the the fonts and everything. But yeah. coming over the font is uh, Validus's lightning head. There. Oh yeah. Complete with nose. Yes. He was Which trying to do it. It was a phase he was going yeah, through. Yeah, he, he had a little something done at Medicus One. It's fine. He got self-conscious. Everybody else had yeah. a nose, and he didn't. <laughs> yep. This is pre-block, right? <laughs> yeah, it's pre-block, yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, down below, <laughs> we see Monel, Superboy, Invisible Kid, and Phantom Girl looking at this box that has been opened, and there's lightning coming out of the box. And Phantom Girl says, an evil force is commanding something to attack us, but what can it be? And and uh, the name of the story again is Master by Remote Control. And we get our page of uh, intro where um, uh, on the inside of the front cover, you can learn karate by mail. It's true. The total self-defense system. Yeah. Really? Free. Free. Free? Yeah. Someone just said that to Val or more. Yeah. And, and, and all you have to do is write to Detroit. 
<laughs> karate capital of the world. <laughs> karate yeah. capital. All, of all the, the best karate masters come from Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Robocop. Maybe maybe they meant. Did Robocop Motown. do a lot of karate? I don't remember. <laughs> or, or, or car engineer. Robocop didn't need to do karate. He just. That's right. He just like poor ass. Hey, it's all that. It's all that. It's all that waxing the cars. Yeah. Uh, wax on, <laughs> wax off, Daniel son. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Nasty. All right. So <laughs> the Legionnaires are outside headquarters, and that's uh, we get Monel's boy, Phantom Girl, talking and looking at the box while Invisible Kid looks over his shoulder to see Baladus uh, slam down a wall. I don't know why the others can't see him, but that's okay. Um, Superboy says it's truly Janair's the evil force commanding that Hulk to attack us is right here. It was under our noses all along. That's where Valdus's nose is. I get it now. <laughs> His nose says, was under yes, the noses? Yes. There's a lot of nosing going on here. Yes, it wasn't that monster, but that this box that's been our real foe. And Phantom Girl, oh, I never saw anything like it. Well, the enemy who was right there among the Legionnaires, but by the time Superboy and his, the Super Pals discovered the real culprit, it was too late because they were already marked for a massacre by remote control. We get it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, night falls at Legion headquarters, and four uh, individuals who appear to be dressed all in black with num Roman numerals on their chests um, <laughs> are uh, about to... Uh, crash into legion headquarters you know we would we would see this theme actually repeated uh when uh secrets of the legion came out mm -hmm. because that was the whole that was that i seem to recall that uh um uh, you know just the the numbers on the uh on the black outfits <laughs> yep Neat. all right so they go in, and uh, Monel, Superboy, and Sunboy are in the uh, monitor room, and the alarm goes off. And he's like, "Sunboy, you know what to do, right?" Monel, I'll alert the others. And so um, apparently, the four ne'er do wells are in the building now, and they say everyone split up. As long as one of us gets through, our mission is accomplished. And so number one, let's say, um, goes over to a grate and is hoping that the ventilation duct is the easiest way inside. Um, number three and number four are um, zapping the ground so that they can um, get through that way. And, and number three, who's a woman, uh, says, clever, who would expect an invasion from underground. And the number four says, I'm making my own entrance. Using my special power, I can turn a section of this wall into sand. All right. Meanwhile, in a ventilation shaft deep within the Legion Citadel, another few feet and I'll be home free inside their headquarters. And then suddenly, without warning, this flash of light blinding me, losing my grip. Ah! Oof. And uh, villain number one crashes down in front of Sunboy, who is looking very cocky right there. He's got his, he's got his <laughs> man chops on now. Oh. And uh, meanwhile... Um, Number three and number four are congratulating on making it to where they need to do without a hitch. But there's Monel, and he ties them up in his super strong cape. I wish I had a super cape. I know, right? <laughs> Meanwhile, um, oh, take a drink. There's a statue of Pharaoh Lad Huzzah. in this panel. Oops. Yay! Ah. So while they got number one and number three and number four they did not get number two <laughs> anyway oh so there he is he's in the vast <laughs> museum it's as good a place for any sabotage 
I'm going to get the for fishing rod. I know, right? As soon as this little baby is exposed to light, its microscopic fuse is set off. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. And at that split instant, the entire edifice is enveloped in a crimson glow. Oh, um, no. And it's the infrared effect. One of the trespassers got through. Search every chamber, Sunboy, and tell the others to do the same. And just as the mysterious aura suddenly subsides, Superboy comes into the Hall of Heroes. And uh, the villain says, you're too late, Superboy. You know what the infrared effect meant. It meant I won, and the Legion loses. And he takes off his mask, and it's Element Lad. I can't uh, believe he went bad. Legion <laughs> traitor. Take a drink. No yeah, kidding. Well, no, that, he said the Legion loses. That's trouble. I suppose. That's... They, they did. Mm. It's like, if, if this practice drill had been for real, dot, 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 a real intruder could have detonated a bomb instead of a harmless infrared cocoon. And But at least we managed to intercept your three partners. Uh, true Superboy, but only one enemy can be fatal. Hi to the three of you, and we, we see our, our other um, villains here, Karate Kid, Phantom Girl, and Lightning Lad. They're all dressed up in their uh, their espionage squad gear, I guess. And Monel's like looking for the legionnaire who was supposed to be standing duty in the museum. And Jan says, uh, "Nobody was on duty here when I broke in. The museum was empty." So not necessarily this legionnaire standing watch could be easy to miss because it was invisible kid. So um, they're like, "Ah, oh, if invisible kid was somewhere in the museum all along, why didn't he materialize and show himself?" Well, maybe he can't. Maybe something's happened. And uh, we see a panel which shows us um, interesting um, components from the um, body of Therok's electronic brain. Hmm. That might become important later. <laughs> and you hear an you hear an ah, uh, and that moan it's it's Invisible Kid and he's hurt. And so uh, he's got Brainy working on Invisible Kid. Monel's down there saying, can you tell us what happened? So only that Lyle is suffering from some sort of shock, something that happened to him while he was invisible. Oh, no. The yep. invisible plague. I know. If only we could find out what happened. Maybe we can, even though he's still out cold. This Mentos scanner, which is not something you use <laughs> to scan your Mentos with. Okay, kids? <laughs> Uh, Add Pro? it to the Diet Coke scanner. See what happens. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, it can probe the memory cells in his brain, and so they get a picture of what's going on. And it's this weird, misty world. And we see um, uh, Lyle talking to someone, but she she responds back, Lyle, you should be standing guard with your teammates, not, bother, not bothering with me. And he says, I must just see you just for a moment. Please, Myla. And suddenly appearing out of the swirling mist, there's this ghost girl named Myla. Here I am, and even more beautiful than you were the last time, but we can't go on meeting like this. I know, I know, but there's something I must tell you. And the screen, what's happening to it? Great sons, I don't dare look. And everything blows up as it's wont to do in Brainy's lab. <laughs> and it was it's more surprising was like, how did I get here? I know, right? It's it's so much easier. <laughs> How did I get here in the medical lab? You materialized in the museum and collapsed unconscious. We brought you here for observation. Oh, thanks, fellas. I feel okay now. I guess I'll go to my headquarters. And Mon says, just a minute, Lyle. We Mentos scanned your brain while you were out cold. <sighs> then you know about Myla? You've been seeing her every time you visit that invisible world of hers, haven't you? Mm -hmm. And Lyle walks out. I don't want to talk about this with you. Oh, denial. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Drama. 
Now, of course, for those of you who have listened to our talk about the other times that we would visit a certain dream dimension, this is where that seed was planted yeah. way back when. Yeah, exactly. ah. so, now, uh, at the bottom of that page. <laughs> yeah, because there's a big L in the archive. Yes, so. it's, a, it's a, truncated, a truncated letter column. Oh. It says, the reason that we reduced the uh, usual space for letters this time is to expand the allotted number of art pages from 20 to 21. Why? To make the most of introducing Mike Growl. And yet his peerless penmanship needs no introduction because it was displayed in, in, in number 202's Lost A Million Miles From Home over Cockrum's pencils. So have we got news for you? Uh, I bet you do, don't you, Lee? <laughs> First, the bad news. Dave Cockrum, who was virtually unknown in the field and gained star artist status only after we gave him the opportunity to do the Legion, has wow. departed. <laughs> <laughs> That's some sour grapes right yeah. there. So if anyone thought that, uh, that, that, you know, the DC editor being a dick thing was new, no. No. Um, <laughs> no. But just wait till you read the next line. Oh, it gets better. Now, Ooh. the good news, Mike Grell, who proved his professionalism via several <laughs> assignments at DC, will henceforth guide the supergroup through its eventual, eventful encounters. To, mm. to familiarize you with Iron Mike, as he was pegged by his Vietnam vet pals, we'll explore his background in the next issue. To repeat our reply to a fan's question in 202, no artist, writer, or editor is indispensable. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's the LSH that counts. Years back, the Legion changed hands several times without diminishing effect, and should a crisis arrive, <laughs> steps will be taken to ensure the Legion survives. There's always really? some... Really? Yep. Wait. Really? Wait. Can we can we copy this and mail this to Dan Didio now? <laughs> Steps will be taken to ensure the Legion survives. There's always someone warming up in the bullpen. The show must <laughs> go on. There's always an understudy in the wings waiting to become a star. Remember the motto: Long live the Legion. So keep the faith. And so a new star is born. The Legion wow. helped make Dave. Wow, yeah, wait. The Legion helped make Dave. It can do likewise for Mike with your continued loyalty. Wow. <laughs> we made you, Cockrum. <laughs> we he regret the limited sp- you. Yeah, we regret the limited space here prevents us from responding to the avalanche of mail. So we'll just have to cap- capsulize some of your comments. Judging by its acclaim, 200's The Legionnaire Bride of Starfinger was an instantaneous hit. From Brian Cole's prediction that if we keep doing stories like this, our circulation will reach record proportions to Eric Marchant's simply worded sensational and Shelley Rabinovich's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. What Mary Poppins what Mary Poppins did for the uh, English language, 200 did for the Legion. The issue evoked wholesale joy. Meanwhile, remember the resounding cry, long live the Legion. And I'm sure there's a, a parenthetical, uh, um, and, and fuck you, Cockrum, that didn't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but wow, that was between that's, the lines. That's, that's what that uh, was. Can, can you? We made you. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So aye, aye, aye. Apparently, Murray Boltonoff, a little ticked. A little. Yeah. Hmm. So. Wow. Lovely. 
You got to love them when they lose their crap in public, don't you, people? I do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Take anyway. it away, sir. Um, yeah, so back in the lab, uh, Brainy's, uh, Mono's like, can you explain what wrecked the Mento screen? Any ideas, Brainy? And Brainy's like, well, Lyle did it because it certainly wasn't me because nothing blows up in here when I'm here. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's only when you guys touch my stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's like I, I have a theory that the girl in the invisible world told him something so nerve shattering, so startling that it sent him into a sudden shock, a shock so severe his brain jolted the scanner with an overload. If only he'd tell us the ter- the terrible secret, the terrible secret is terrible, 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 terrible. <laughs> Maybe we could help. Well, I'm afraid he doesn't remember. Whatever Myla told him was just too much for him to handle. So his mind blanked out her words. It's called hysterical amnesia. Really? Not uncommon in cases of traumatic shock. Blazes you have to give him a hysterectomy. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the only way. Always been a first-rate legionnaire. Now he's something to worry about. Oh, how do you solve a problem like Lyle? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> the next day in the Legion Museum, uh, Invisible Kid and Phantom Girl are chatting. And she says, but I still understand, Lyle. How can you see this other world when you become invisible in ours? Simple, Phantom Girl. I'll demonstrate with this pen. Now I'm holding it in front of you, and I want you to focus on it. See what I mean? When your eyes concentrate on the pen, the rest of me is out of focus. But when your eyes focus on me, it's the pen that's out of focus. I think I get it now. When you concentrate on the invisible world, our world fades out of focus. You got it. Oh, take a drink. There's Feral out again. Yay. Yay. They're reminding us mm. that he's dead. Oh. Yes. Because people might have forgotten that. Lots so. and lots of foreshadowing here. Lots. Yeah, uh, well, that's isn't that kind of the, the tack they took with uh, Phantom Girl's powers in the, the yeah. reboot? Yeah. Invisible, Invisible yeah. Kid just kind of explained how Phantom Girl's powers kind of work in the three-boot, yes. Well, not just the three-boot, because, I mean, that was, uh, if you'll remember, when um, uh, when Superboy came back, during the saga, which saga. time? <laughs> During the, the Reflecto <laughs> saga, saga, saga. She oh, did. She did a little bit of the dimensional traversing with her powers. True, she did. She did. Yeah. So there was precedence to that long before the three boot. <laughs> okay. Well, Invisible Kid uh, tells Phantom Girl that he feels she's the only Legionnaire that she can he can confide in. Um, thanks for the compliment. Maybe it's because our powers are so much alike. Yeah, it could be. I guess I'm the only guy in the Legion who never had a steady girlfriend. Excuse me, have you met Element Lad? Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Raise your hands. Anyone? Cam, maybe? Who had that princess off on another planet that he never saw again. Anyone else? Am I forgetting? Am I good? <laughs> no? Okay. Ah. Oh, oh, wait. Chemical King. Chemical King doesn't have a girl either. Oh, Matter wait. Matter Eater Lad didn't have a girl. Wow. Yeah. We just found all the gay boys in the Legion right there. <laughs> Yay. Because <laughs> <sighs> all the heterosexual ones paired up. Okay. Anyway. Um, hell, Cosmic Boy had to go outside of the group. All right. Um, <laughs> And uh, Fangirl's like, until you met this girl, Myla, you told me about, right? Myla, I can't tell you how much I love her, and she's confessed she's cr- just as crazy about me. Well, 
Sounds serious, all right. But you two are literally worlds apart. Not for long, Phantom Girl. I have everything all worked out. Meanwhile, in the case holding components from the robot Therox electronic brain, the parts begin to glow and appears to reassemble. Yeah, that can't be good. Now, Manuel's penalty forbids me from becoming invisible for a week. Really? He's been grounded. Wow. <laughs> but after that, I'm visiting her realm to persuade her to come into our world as my wife. Dang. What? Huh? Meanwhile, Phantom Girl's like, yeah, Ultra Boy won't even take me out on a date. Okay? <laughs> Just waiting. Forever. Um, <laughs> he's, he's waiting until he gets the signal. I never saw you so happy. I just hope everything works out. Yeah, I know. Milo and I were meant to be together. I have, I have a feeling it's our destiny. Mm, really? You're my density. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Eddie Van Halen showed up and told me. Yeah. <laughs> and would your destiny be intertwined with the deadly danger now brewing as the electronic brain has now reassembled itself? That night, Dream Girl is shocked awake by a nightmare. And she's wearing her Bob Mackie gown, looking very fetching here. Yes, yes. And uh, it's, no, no, not you. And it's Validus, of course. Oh, she's having that Validus dream. They like the bad boys. <laughs> Are you ready with your glasses, kids? Are you ready for your glasses? Or we added a new rule to the Legion drinking game. <laughs> uh, I heard a scream. Isn't it from Dream Girl's room? Somebody call Monel soon. And you're sure you saw Valdis attacking us in your dream? Positive, and you know my dreams always foretell the future. Always. They're never wrong. They're Take a drink. never wrong. Take a drink. Mm -hmm. I love it when Nora has to explain what the hell she does. <laughs> Every issue. Every issue she's in. Uh, it means we get at least one good shot in, kids, okay? <laughs> And Superboy's like, it doesn't figure. Validus is a mindless beast. Only one person could order him to attack us, and that's his master, Tharok. But that's impossible. He's millions of miles away in a space prison. Maybe not. And here's Saturn Girl in the space bikini. Holla! Oh, yeah. My telepathic powers picked up thought waves tonight. Thoughts from Tharok. He's summoning Validus. Then Dream Girl is right, as always, Saturn Girl. <laughs> really now, mm. <laughs> as always. One way to check it out, Mon. I'll visit the space prison to see for myself. Good thinking, Superboy. In the meantime, we'll be manning our, our all headquarters defenses just in case Valdis decides to show up. As of now, we're on emergency red alert. Ever faster than the speed of light, the teen of steel flashes across several solar systems. And soon in space prison complex X-33, hmm. nobody... can deny Therok is one of our most ruthless prisoners, Superboy, but I assure you, this time he's not your culprit. See what I mean? Oh, he's undergoing major surgery because his robot half was badly damaged in a recent battle with you Legionnaires, you recall. Yes, in fact, Warden, some of his dislodged brain components are displayed in our trophy room. <laughs> Emergency electrosurgery <laughs> like this is constantly required to keep his robot half from breaking hey, down completely. Hey. So, so the Legion is a dick because the go. man needs his brain components in order to survive. And they've got them Therock. on display. Yeah, it's Therok. Okay. If you summon, if you suspected he was summoning Validus, it's obvious he's in no condition to do so. I agree, Warden. But if Therok isn't masterminding the attack on the Legion, who is? And in part two, Invisible Kid's last try. No foreshadowing there, either. <laughs> Once again, the Legion edifice is braced for an attack. 
Radar has picked up a large object in the upper atmosphere descending our way. Sensors indicate it's alive. Stay alert, everyone. It's no practice drill this time. It must be Baldus, just as Dream Girl said. And Invisible Kid is in the uh, trophy room again. Thanks for giving me another chance at my post, Monella. I won't let you down a second time. Your word's good enough for me, Invisible Kid. And in the main control room, Sunboy, Brainiac 5, and Phantom Girl are all there. Look, the radar scanner is picking up another smaller blip. Something, someone is trying. And intercept Baldus, and I think I know who. It's Superboy. Dun, 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 <laughs> I've returned from the prison planet just in time. There's Baldus dive bombing towards the Legion. I think I've finally figured figured the real reason he's attacking us, but right now I've got to stop him before he wipes out the Legion. Reader, have you guessed what Superboy deduced? Hmm? Have you? Hmm? Hmm? This thing is so powerful, so invincible. A direct blow to the head is my only chance of slowing it up. Ah! His brain was booby-trapped with a tremendous energy charge. Booby trapped. Mm, nice. My favorite kind of trap. <laughs> Boobies. And uh, Superboy is uh, not unconscious, and uh, Valdis gives his first hug of the evening and squeezes Superboy um, and uh, uh, basically hurls him towards the headquarters of the Legion. <laughs> the smaller blip is suddenly speeding up, diving on a direct course for our headquarters. And, of course, they, he happens to be right there where all the Legionnaires are, including Karate Kid now for some reason. And you hear crash. Something's crashed through the roof. Get out of the way. Move. And it's Superboy. <laughs> Baladus has some wicked aim, yo. Yeah, okay? yeah. And so they're coming up to Superboy. They're going to try to help him. But before the Legionnaires can rush to the aid of their fallen comrade, zzzt, Baladus shows up. Brainy, you and Phantom Girl alert the others. Karate Kid and I will try to hold him off in the meantime. And Karate Kid's trying to karate chop uh, Validus' arms, but he's not even denting him. And some boy's going to try to blind him. But uh, some boy gets um, swatted aside by uh, Validus' hand, and he luckily manages to pummel some boy into Karate Kid, knocking them both unconscious. At that moment in the Legion Museum, come on, Invisible Kid, Validus is in. Oh, no, he disappeared again. Now when we need everyone's help, he's gone. Aw. He's gone. Invisible Kid left. And so Manuel's sneaking up on uh, Validus, and uh, Validus managed to, manages to actually exert rays from his brain underneath him through his crotch up ahead <laughs> to zap Manel behind him. That is badass. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And while other Legionnaires rush to join the battle, back in the trophy room, I've cracked the puzzle. Those electronic components. from Therok's brain. They're still active, but they're no longer controlled by the original Therok. They're operating on their own. And there's Invisible Kid, unseen to everyone. I was tipped off when I noticed how the components reassembled themselves into a self-made brain. Just as Therok had total control over Baladus, so do these pieces. Hopefully, if my invisibility shield can keep the brain from sensing I'm here, I'll be able to dismantle it before it causes too much trouble. Here goes. Ah, too late. The brain alerted Baladus. And Baladus is is crashing through the, the wall. Even as Invisible Kid grabs the glowing brain, uh, those gargantuan, powerful fingers crushing the life out of me got, got to destroy the brain. It's the only way to set Validus free from its evil control. And you see crack as uh, Invisible Kid's hand crushes the brain of, of Therok. And a heartbeat later, the now mindless beast abandons the, cit- the citadel unaware of the havoc he had wrought. And as three recovered legionnaires burst into the museum, Superboy, Phantom Girl, and Monel, Phantom Girl's like, wow, what's happened to him? Oh, he's dead. Sob. Validus <laughs> murdered him. 
No, don't blame him. He was only being manipulated by Therox's brain components. The Invisible Kid must have figured it out all just like I did. He deactivated the brain to save the rest of us, but not in time to save himself. He's gone. Joke! Just when he was on the verge of the romance of his life. But a romance that could never be. And Mala, the, Mala the ghost girl appears. Mila, the girl from the Invisible World. Not a girl, Monel, but a ghost. When I told Lyle what I really was, he couldn't accept the truth. He went into shock and collapsed at your feet. I myself died several years ago, but my spirit form was stranded in this dimensional realm. Lyle discovered when he became invisible. I, I loved him, but I had to tell him I wasn't among the living. She's fading away. I know Lyle was very dear to all of you, but don't mourn for him. I'll take good care of him. And she disappeared. <laughs> Today we lost one of our greatest comrades. But I think he'd want us to be happy for him. Yes, because we know that Invisible Kid and Mila are together at last for all eternity. Aww. Until Mila becomes a uh, uh, succubus. Yeah. Yes, there is that. There is that little thing that so happened it, it, later. It would take what? It was uh, about ten years later, or something like oh, that. Yeah. This was seventy-four, yeah. so eh, maybe eight, a little bit or less eight, than ten four. years. Yeah. yeah. Before Levitz decided to turn that story on its head and go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe he's not so happy after all. So there you go. Invisible yeah. kid leaves us. Deadly generic number two, kids. Technically number three, but, you know, we won't technically count Trippy Girls. Let's, let's pour one out for our dead homie. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, so, uh, so, but uh, a decent start for Grell, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there were there were a couple of bits that seemed kind of oddly stiff, like like the bit with the, uh, the lightning going under his crotch. But, uh, <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Crotch lightning. <laughs> Better to go under than into. This Jeez, is that's true. true. That's true. Uh, 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 but, uh, but, but I thought a lot of the detail work was really nicely done, and uh, you know, it's, it's nice that he showed his professionalism. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I liked it. I, I like girls' yeah, art. No, it's, it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's a good stuff. Yeah. Never a had a complaint. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, and you know he actually showed up for the book so yeah, yeah. iron mike you go iron mike oh man go. That's, uh, yeah that's just i yeah cockrum's just writing a little uh, drawing a little book called x-men yeah. over oh it's okay yeah it'll yeah. never last yeah. it'll never last i, I love that it's like he's being a jerk leaving our book when it's like yeah but you were the ones being an asshole to him <laughs> yeah he uh. who controls the letter column gets the well, that's possibly true. Yeah. Oh. Last laugh, you know. That's the way it is. So. That's right. Indeed. Any other updates? Anything going on besides Invisible Kid? We got to bury him. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. This. This. They're all smiling and teary at the end, but it's like you know, the body's here, guys. We got to do something about this. So. Yeah, it's kind of odd, isn't it? So, so then. Another weird-ish ending for, you know. Well, it's another one of those, uh, hey, we're running out of pages. Wrap it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, it just seems to be uh, kind of a, a, a hurried end. Um, well, doesn't Mike Grell tell the story about when he came out of the book? They're like, yeah, they're going to hate you. 
referring to the Legion fans because your first issue you're killing one of the characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. It's like, oh, great, this is what I get to come into. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, it was it was kind of a, a kind of a tough start for him anyway. Um, yeah, and we're also going to tell him it's sad. only because you but felt I, you couldn't I, draw I like properly Pearl's live. Work, so. So. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the Pharaoh lad excuse, yes. Can't draw that mask. He's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, it was, yeah, it was kind of, again, like, uh, like we say, it was uh, sort of a, a challenging start as it is. Oh. And, um, you know, again, to have to come into something uh, so, so suddenly. Yep. Um, about that but but yeah so okay so we uh we've got growl coming in and uh he would stay on the book for quite a while yeah um you know so he'll be with us through tyrock ah uh, yes um uh, he'll he's pretty much there up until sherman isn't he he's i think there so. at yeah. least through the 20s uh yeah. wait i thought this was the 70s <laughs> the, the two twenties. This time it's, travel stuff is complicated. What what issue was Dawnstar's first appearance? Two twenty six. Two twenty six. Oh. And was that around the time he left, or is he still there a little longer? Um, I'm just trying to see here. Uh, so two twenty two, he definitely did. That's Tyrock. Uh, two twenty three. Is so yeah, he's on two twenty three, which is when Shooter came back. Mm. Um, and we'll have to cut. We'll have to talk about it at some point soon. But uh, um, the uh, actually, you're right. You're right there, and they, they covered it. They they that whole bit about they're gonna hate you. Uh, that story he recounted that story in the most recent issue of uh, of back issue, in in the Legion issue. The, the yeah, Legion in the seventies. Um, we'll have to get further into that at some point the back uh, into that uh, issue, that particular issue of back issue um, so yeah 224 225 uh, uh, this is this is I, I have to interrupt you because we just had a uh, this is the first time this has happened to us on this show uh, Mr. Nick that's Hardy the all say Darren oh we're seeing it, it's popping up on Facebook now from other creators who said he he passed away a half an hour ago. Well, that's very sad. It is so. So we'll pour out one out for uh, another dead homie. Indeed. 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 Goodbye, Mr. Cardi. You were great. Absolutely. All right. Um, I got worried there. I wasn't sure if it was a moment of silence or I just my Skype had fallen off again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Skype's been weird the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And there it goes again. Uh, it there's a lot, a lot of blank patches. So I've just been like not saying anything right so that yeah, it doesn't disrupt the show too much. Yeah. yeah. The weird thing is that the blank spaces, it seems to... Like we we should have lost like ten minutes here, basically, because it it seemed like I don't know if it's just basically you guys hearing it and then not saying anything for a few seconds and then coming back in, but it seems to like cut off mid phrase and it goes off for a second or two and then comes back in mid phrase. It's weird. 
Yeah, I've had that too. Yeah. Uh, Jim Sherman took over as of tw- uh, as of two twenty five. So I think while Grell did the cover for two twenty five and two twenty six, he it was Sherman doing the interiors. So he did the interiors on that. Uh, um, Don Starr's story, and then to two twenty seven has um, Staten on art. Two twenty eight has is Sherman. So yeah, Grell's pretty much off the book after two twenty four, uh, but still doing the covers for it, and uh, do, he did the covers for quite a stretch, like um, into the uh, in, in well into the two thirties. And uh, so we definitely gave it a, a, uh, a consistent look that way. And there was a bit of a revolving door of artists and writers at that stage. Because I think, uh, and I'm not sure, but I think Jim Sherman wasn't the fastest. Um, but it was very detailed stuff, so. You can't take what you get, I guess. Uh, anyway. Indeed. Anyway. Wow, I'm all bummed out now. Yeah. I know. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Well, no. I mean, this is uh, all the news that's fit to print and all that. Yeah, true. <laughs> and he had a, a a good a good and long life. Yeah. Yes, he did. So there, there is that. I'm sure there will be. Many many tributes in the, in the in the days to come because I know there are a lot of people who are big fans of his work. Uh-huh. And, um, so, all right. So let's let's wrap up then. Indeed. Comments as always are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters Gmail You can join in the conversation uh, on our Facebook page that can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, we are on the Twitter. We are LOSPA Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can go to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we're going to head back to the 21st century, and we will see you all next week. Goodbye. <laughs>